sassier than a Cardi B verse. This is John Ben and Sharon. It is the Edge, John Ben and Sharon, Friday afternoon. Welcome along to the show. Oh, yeah. We're going large on a Friday. Woo, guess what we're doing? Bedroom tickets at 4 o'clock. Family, friends, stop texting me asking for tickets. If you want to win them, 4 o'clock. If you want to see Cardi B, Migos and all the other peeps at Baydreams. That's when you really find out your true friends in the radio industry, isn't yeah. it? Oh, when a yeah. big concert comes up that everyone wants to go to. and People all you haven't heard from ages. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, hey. Oh, good day. It's Greg. We hooked up once in uh, K Road. <laughs> Can I have some tickets to Bay Dreams? What, what was that dramatisation? <laughs> <laughs> I love how everyone just went silent like, that was too real. <laughs> you oh, did call Greg back. Can I, <laughs> can I Stephen here? You paid me $50 to do some stuff. Uh, also on the show this afternoon, we're going to be speaking to uh, Maxine Fleming, who is uh, one of the bosses on Shorten Street. For an oh. Ask Me Anything About Shorten Street. It's going to be amazing. But next, if you've ever used the internet before, you're perfect. <laughs> perfect for what we're going to talk about next because yeah. something's happened to Ben. Something shocking's happened to Ben. Yes. Did you have to cancel your thing? I did have to cancel it, yeah. 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 But it's for only people that have used the internet. <laughs> if you haven't used the internet, we all want to hear from you. Yeah, piss off if you haven't used the internet. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Uh, now, uh, guys, I think I might have been scammed. <laughs> Why is, what's happened, Ben? Well, because I'm, I'm a big fan of basketball, NBA basketball, and LeBron James is not my favourite player. Now, he's moved to the Lakers, LA Lakers. <laughs> right. So I was like, I saw this thing pop up, and it would be the first in the world to own the singlets. Oh, LeBron. like the LeBron James, LA Lakers and singlet. I'm like, yes, oh, that's me. I'm going to buy one. And I You'd look great in a basketball singlet. <laughs> Thank you, mate. Do you know he actually buys kids-size basketball singlets? Yeah. Yes. They do. They fit me. They're a lot cheaper. You buy the kids' version, and they fit me great. He's got the largest kids' size, and he buys them for half the price. That's, of the see, price. I do that with all-black shirts, but that's yeah. just because I don't want to, like, I want it to make, you know. You want make... to look like an all-black, nice skin-tight shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to look like a sexy all-black. <laughs> I want to look like a sexy all-black. <laughs> so I bought the singlet, and that was meant to arrive, and it hasn't arrived. And now the website that I bought it from doesn't exist. <gasps> and Guy Williams peeled me out. I was like, they're not even on sale yet. How could you be so stupid? I'm like, oh no, because yeah. I told him because he's a basketball. Did fan. you put your credit card details? In? Yeah, so now the money. Yep, it's 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 the money's been taken out. Did you not learn a lesson from when you bought those magic pills? They emailed you about, and then you never got them, and, mm. you and they, know? the beanstalk didn't grow. Yeah. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the beanstalk just stayed, you know. Now, before dead. the show, before the show, there was a, a number that we tracked down. It had 26 digits in it. Yeah. And we phoned them to try and get Ben's LA Lakers LeBron James basketball <laughs> single. Why do you mock me when you say that? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? My friend ordered the um, the LeBron, LeBron James basketball singlet. Oh no! He he ordered the LeBron James basketball singlet. <laughs> oh. oh, he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. I reckon he'll call you back. <laughs> I like how we. I didn't leave the, my number though. So that was before the show, bit of off <laughs> stuff. And that definitely didn't need editing. <laughs> it didn't. We thought we'd play it in real time as it happened. <laughs> I was going to say I liked his robotic voice. It's like he'd mastered it. It's Because those sorts of phone numbers, they record what you say so they can use them in the voice recognition for your bank and stuff. Oh, really? So it was like he was saying, oh, you're talking too fast. I haven't set up my tape player yet. So you're paranoid now, Sharon. You reckon that you reckon he's going to scam us. You know, my dad doesn't put, he won't even put his card into the internet. 
What, like his credit card details? No, but he puts mine in for him. <laughs> He's just clocking up stuff all over on my visa. But he won't, even, he won't even put his details <laughs> a, into the internet. That's a great part. Hey, I think I'm, he's scamming you. I'm scared of the internet. Can I borrow your credit card? Yeah, me too. Stuff no too? worries, guys. Hey, if you're worried, you <laughs> know I'm here for you. Just get the number out now. Okay, okay, okay little yeah. thing on the back. 4548. <laughs> you want that little pin on the back? Yeah. 406. Yeah. Okay. expiry as well. <laughs> the CVS number or whatever it is. Yeah, that'd be great. 1022 if you're on the expiry date. Please, if you're worried about putting your stuff into the internet, you Use mine. <laughs> the most generous guy in the radio. I'm here for you. Okay. So I went over to the edge of the phone number. Made me feel better because I think I've got scammed. I've Has the money gone from your credit it's card? Gone, it's gone and uh, nothing's nothing's arrived. I feel like the the fashion police intervened. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not cool enough to wear a basketball singlet. Ben does not need to be wearing a basketball singlet with his league shorts this summer. I got, I've got a singlet that says sun's out, guns out, and everyone looks at it. It's meant to be ironic because I don't have guns, Aww. but everyone looks at me like, really? You're going to wear that? But you're still getting your guns out wanting to buy LA Lakers singlets. All right, mate. You're so, you're so cute when you're stupid. Okay, oh, yeah. right under the edge. Have you been scammed, whether it be on the internet or in real life? Give us a call, eh? Happy Friday, Nikki. How were you scammed, babe? Um, well, it was actually my friend. Um, she bought herself a pair of Nikes off this website as a wee birthday treat for herself. Mm. It only cost her 80 bucks. So she was like, oh, yes, sweet as. And then she waited about four weeks and she's like, oh, my shoes haven't turned up. So she tried to get hold of them, uh, went onto the website. The website had disappeared. And then she found out about oh, about four weeks after that that they had been taking regular instalments of about 140 bucks out of her account because she had already authorised that payment to go. Oh, oh no. no! So she never got yeah. it. Never got a nice old no go. Oh, <laughs> once again. Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> it's shocking. All right, that's the thing. You tell us your okay. internet scam story, and we'll go. Oh, oh no! That is, uh, you know, uh, speaking of Nike, my friend went over to Bali, came back with a pair of Nukies. Oh, <laughs> fake, fake Nikes. Yeah, Nukies. And, and um, Roy Bonds? <laughs> Was it Roy, Roy Bonds or something? Roy Bonds sunglasses? Oh, Roy Bonds is a good time. Thank you so much, Nikki, and sorry about your friend. So, welcome to the show. What is it? What did you get scammed on the internet with? I got scammed out of $800 trying to buy a puppy. Oh, oh no. no! Sorry, I forgot about the new thing. <laughs> oh, so what, how did that happen? Um, it was on Trade Me of all places, um, and I called the guy who, now looking back on it, sounded super dodgy, but I believed him. He sent me pictures of this cute little puppy and everything, um, and then paid the money. And the next day, went to pick the puppy up from the airport, and no puppy. Oh, I hate that guy. Especially when it's something you have an emotional connection with, like a puppy. That really, really sucks, Sophie. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Ben, was, it was a pretty good scam you were pulling off there for all the Ben, those puppies, wasn't it? Aww. Oh, wasn't the meet you at the airport puppy scam? <laughs> no. Actually, someone just texted in a 3343, Ben. They said if you call your credit card company and explain and dispute the charge, you'll get your money back, and then they have to cancel your card ASAP as well to issue you another one, just in case. Oh, that's good. That's good Because if they've done it to you once, they might just keep like they doing said before, it. Take money out all the I time. Know. You just to look at your receipt in between the dungeon more. gear, there might <laughs> yeah. be a few extra charges. Or maybe they'll send me more singlets because I paid for lots. Yeah. Of Do you reckon singlets code as well? Mm. Or something else? Yeah, might be. Mm. <laughs> I've seen what's in your dungeon. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I have. Yeah, she went there yesterday. We oh, played it on the radio. Yeah, no. yeah. Saw it all. Have you all missed right? it? It's on our Facebook page, by the yeah, way. Yeah, you can see. You can see for yourself. Oh, there's a lot to see as well. Jono, Ben, and Sharon, the Edge. Time for Sharon's wacky internet clip of the day. Oh, thank you, Ben. <laughs> thank you for naming my feature. I just thought, you know what, you need. On a Friday. Well, you know what works on radio? Internet clips. Yeah, well, this one's audio clip. 
So, you It's know. actually really cool, this one. I like this one. So it's so. like your TV show plays audio clips. <laughs> I've got a YouTube already. You know? Hey, 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 right, hey, mate. Hey. Sometimes we uh, we laugh aw- awkwardly after that on TV. Yeah. This was this was called cool Sharon's wacky internet clip of the day. Yeah, Not well, Sharon berates already, our TV show yeah, of the well, day. You, you berated my clip yeah. feature. Yeah, right. Just take the hit, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, you know I, I like a good game of tennis. I feel like you, you checked out here. for a Friday and we're playing a wacky internet clip. You hit it over here. I'm gonna hit it back. Coming hit up, it back. Jono's funny cat video after four o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to this first. No, I just thought on a Friday, you know what you need? A little laugh in your car, a little giggle, a little something that it makes you feel good. And my friend Nato just sent me this video. Aren't we meant to try and do that? What? As a radio show? Yeah, well, I'm... We'll give people a laugh without relying on other... But anyway. Shh. Oh, sorry. Can you guys stop ruining my oh, picture? Sorry, sorry. Okay, go for it. Just trying to bring something fresh and hot to the show, okay? <laughs> just trying to talk about some viral content. Okay. Well, what have we got, mate? Okay, so there is this lady called Mary Halsey, and she's 58 years old, and she's from West Warwick. And she was at this, like, picnic karaoke party at Goddard Park a couple of days ago. And they were doing karaoke, obviously, because it's a karaoke party. And she gets up. In her left hand, she's holding this massive horn that looks like it's come off a buffalo or something. She's all horned up. She's other hand, she's got a microphone. She looks like your nana with her short grey hair, her glasses, her mum top and her mum pants. But then she starts rapping some Missy Elliott. Work it. I need a glass of water. Boy, oh boy, it's good to know y'all. Is it worth it? Let me work it. Pull my thing now, flip it and reverse it. Is your feminine is when yep? Is your feminine is when yep? If you got a big, let me search you. Find out how hard I gotta work you. That's her doing her own sound effects, by the way. She's amazing. She looks like everyone's auntie. Yes. Doesn't she? Like, Missy Elliott's actually um, been on social media about it, and she's like, I found out I've got a funky white sister. She killed it with the sound effects and all. She's loving oh. it. She loves the lady who walked through in the background with the food as well. Hey, uh, Does some lady walk through in the background with a tray of yeah, food? Yeah, yeah. Well, you can't see that on Sharon's wacky internet clips. <laughs> we can only talk about it. Hey, did you guys just notice how uh, Jordan Ben has got into my new feature, and Blue, the best part of my story? Oh, sorry. Were you building up to oh, that? And commented, and she loved it. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, you heard it here first from Sharon. Sounded better out of Ben's mouth. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Ben, uh, you've got something that you'd like to bring to the oh, table. Oh, yeah, I just want to bring this, yeah, um, as Jono said, to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, every every time you drive to the Auckland Airport, and many of us would have done it, there's a big... Not uh, you, though. You always <laughs> say no when we ask. Oh, well, no, I've driven myself, but not you. Um, <laughs> there's a main freight building, a trucking company, and they have on the side of it a big electronic sign, a couple of signs, and they usually have motivational quotes oh, on yeah. that sign. I like to drive out there in the mornings and read yeah. it. It'd be like there. Well, every morning you drive, drive out to get what, a daily inspiration from a freighting and logistics company. Yeah, get motivated yeah. for the day. You yeah. could just go on their website. they got lots of quotes on there. <laughs> right. But I mean, if you yeah. want to drive like out it. there. It'd be like the, the snake doesn't shed its skin on the day the pear falls from the tree. Yeah, well, it could be, but that's, that's not actually a, a quote. It's, yeah, well, that's stuff like this. You know, that's something that inspires me every day. <laughs> Normally they're, they're really good, but today's one I found quite confusing. Okay. A jug is filled with drips. Now, what does that mean? Well, I mean, it's, it's probably going, let's not look at the whole body of water. Let's just, you know, take a moment to appreciate the amount of drips that make up all of this water you're about to enjoy oh, yeah. from but, the jug of life, the uterus of Mother Aotearoa. <laughs> <laughs> but usually they kind of have a few, like, quite good ones. Mm. This to me feels like the lady that puts them up or the man that puts them up has got to the back of the motivational book. guys can put up motivational yeah, quotes. has got to the back of the motivational <laughs> quote book and is like... 
Well, I guess we're finally going to have to use this one. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there's only so many motivational quotes you can put up there before you have to start making them up. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I think that's exactly what's happened today. Someone said, I've written one of these for the last seven years I've worked here. <laughs> I know how to write a motivational quote. I, I have spouted out some crap on the side of our building. I like it, though. It's inspiring. Yeah, it's I, lovely. I met somebody that works there and puts up the motivational quote. This is a couple of years ago. She said the boss of Main Freight emails her the quote every day. Really? Yeah, that he actually comes up with it. So this is his one today. A jug is filled with trips. I feel like he's just got a leak in his house. <laughs> and he's seen it. Yeah. And he's right. like, yeah. Maybe he was real. He's just finished yoga and he's like, namaste. Wow. The jug is full of just drips. Is this I- radio show full of three drips. <laughs> I can see one. Yeah, Ben, you're a big drip. Oh, <laughs> I think what's happened is he had a leak in his, his roof. He was emailing the roofing company, mixed up his emails, and it was just like, I've had a jug. The jug is filled with drips. <laughs> oh, I've seen that off. Next thing you know, it's on the side of your freaking building. And everyone's like, what does that mean? Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Problems in the uh, Casey household, and we're going to share them with the, the nation. Today? Is this People's Court? Are we going to do the People's Court? Or are so you just going to... Well, no, because Bryce isn't here, so we can't... Oh, we can represent court. Bryce. Yeah. Your uh, lovely pay. Get the Do music. You want to play the music? <laughs> yeah. Some yeah. cases that even Judge Judy won't touch. <laughs> this is the people's you could court. You represent yourself like an insane person, okay. Sharon. No. <laughs> we'll be legal representation for someone okay, else. Okay, cool. Can't wait to get ganged up on. Okay, so what's happening is today is Bryce and I's nine-year anniversary. We've been together for nine years, and we've been married for six years, going on seven years. And there is a reminder on our Facebook page because when you are in a relationship and on Facebook, it tells you when it is the anniversary of your relationship. So Bryce has a reminder. And today is our nine-year anniversary. So it's not your wedding anniversary. This is just the anniversary of of when when you... We got together. So have we, like, what stipulates the moment you get together? Are you when like we made it official. And a formal handshake and agreement. <laughs> yeah, you're like, when you say, what are we? Sign are we treaty. boyfriend and girlfriend? Mm. Yes, you have that conversation and it's you've labelled it. Right. Some people don't have that moment. Bryce and I had definitely had that moment because we had a confusing relationship prior to that. I mean, you ended up in hospital, you fell off fences. Yeah. You yeah, were still here for weeks. Yeah, okay. There was a lot of stuff There was a lot of stuff. You choked oh. out a few ladies that were hanging around. I didn't choke out anyone. Okay, <laughs> yeah. only half of that stuff's true. But you know what I mean? So we had to have the conversation in our, in our relationship of defining it so that I knew where I stood and it wasn't just, you know, like last time when he was messing me around. Oh, okay. And so we know the day that we got together. Well, you know. No, we both know. <laughs> okay. Anyway, and it's today. it's today. It's today. Nine yeah. years, which I think is an achievement. To stay with one person for nine years is pretty amazing. And that's what yeah, I, well, well I done, feel. Yeah, well done. So this morning Bryce texted me and he had got the notification on Facebook and instead of being like, oh, happy anniversary, which is all I wanted, all I wanted was an acknowledgement that he appreciated our time together. Okay. He texted me a screen cap of it saying... Who knew? <laughs> Such a good text. And I replied... Who knew? Who knew? I did. It's our nine-year anniversary today. And he said... Of, I was like, you didn't know. He goes, of course I didn't. I mean, I did. I did. Sorry, I did. I said, you said who knew? And he said, I s- said who knew it could go that quick. Oh, I said, oh good sign. That's when I told him to F up, ha, ha, ha. And then that's kind of where the conversation ended. Now, you would think after he realised that, you know, maybe he would have acknowledged it. I you love know? the who knew. I think who yeah, knew. It's I felt knew. like 29 years. But it's like, I think if you can be in a relationship, when you're, whether you're married or not, to be in a relationship for almost 10 years together is yeah. an achievement. It's a great achievement. We're not and saying it deserves, it's not. It deserves to be acknowledged. So you're wanting, you are wanting him... 
to acknowledge this date as well as your wedding date, as well as your birthday, as well as Christmas. Well, you my want him to remember? not exactly hard to remember. He's it's got Christmas lots of things Eve. to remember. He's a Hurricanes fan when they're playing. He's mm. got to remember what time he's got to show up to work. He's also got to remember his mistress's birthday, <laughs> yeah. their anniversary, his son's not birthday. Hard. It is not hard to acknowledge two dates a year. Like, one of them's oh, obvious because it's written in our room, so he's not going to forget that. And he has a notification for it. I don't want a present. I don't want anything special. All I wanted was a, hey, thanks for a awesome nine years. I okay. just think once you once you get married, that is the, that becomes the new date. But then what That's happens? The new, so next year, well, we were been together for 10 years, but we don't get to celebrate that until we've been together for 13 years. That's a nice Which is we've been married for 10 years. I think it's nice, but I think maybe that's the, that's the time he, he'll he remember that so one. So when I ask you how long you've been with Amanda for... <laughs> oh, geez, Ben, you're deep in oh, now, buddy. You're deep in oh, now. the years. So Carl's no, wrapping us up. When people ask me, they're like, how long have you been with Bryce for? Do I say the nine years I've well, been together with him, or do I say, oh, we've only been married for six years. Okay. Oh, so do I shave off the point. three years? Do you need Do you need to celebrate the day that you first got together? Or is it a redundant date once you get married? Logan, welcome to the show. Welcome to the jury. What do you want to say? Oh, thank you. Uh, I want to say that I believe Sharon's wrong. I've got to say uh, Bryce has uh, been funny for a starter <laughs> uh, with the morning message, and I think Sharon probably needs to just chill out a little bit. And uh, laugh. Oh no, I think it's funny, but I think that you still <laughs> follow up. You follow up the text mistake and go, "Nah, just kidding, love you." I definitely. I'm proud. We've been together for nine years. Yeah, fair enough. I, I can see your point, but I think marriage is more uh, a date that's more important. And yeah, I'd be I'd be annoyed if you didn't say uh, happy anniversary when we were married. But so, so the thing that I counteract this with is that I've got friends who are not married, whose relationships have lasted longer and are just as strong as Bryce and I's, but they just choose not to get married. So what's the difference? Oh, she's mm. come with them, she's come with them <laughs> arguments, Logan. Yeah. Okay, but well, Logan's like, I just phoned up because you told me to. Yeah, just, now, just now, now, now I'm I just think that, um, that getting married is just another date that you've, you know, yeah. you've another little... Part of your journey together. No, that's it's, the big part. That's, the, that's when it's you. Not where your journey began. That's when you make it each, the, the more official, though. Jamo, welcome, juror number two. Sharon, is she right or wrong wanting to celebrate the the anniversary of their relationship? Um, I I agree with her, but my husband agrees with Bryce. Exactly. Oh. Yes, it, it clearly I means more to women than it does to men. Maybe I should have been a lesbian, then I would have been appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's more a girl thing. We've been together. 10 years March the scene, but we've only been married for five years next month. Okay. All right. So you're saying celebrate the relationship. Your hubby's saying the opposite. Because uh, there's only so many dates a human being can remember. It's two. Too and many. he gets a reminder about there's it. There's so many other things in his brain. <laughs> Candace, <laughs> what do you think? Um, honestly, I, I think you're being a bit selfish. Oh, oh, here we go. Okay, no, Fireworks. No. I'm leaving the studio because it's about to blow. No, it's fine. I listen to this, why do you think I'm selfish? Because you need to pick one date. Which one's more important? The date that you guys get together or the date that you made it official with family and friends? I think probably the date that we officially got together, because that was the date that our journey began. Rather than like a date's just a so Bryce, um, your marriage is just like card. a part of your journey. Like it's not your, it's not where your journey began. What do you do with the three years before that? All the people that don't get married for like ten years and then they get married after ten years of being together, do they just scrap the ten years before that? Of course not, but they don't force their partners to remember both dates. 
gets a reminder about it so he, all he literally has to say is hey who said that reminder we both yeah, did like okay, a, a little a little it's your own little bubble of needing some satisfaction and acknowledgement from your partner that he remembers both days yeah and it no it's satis- it's not satisfaction of being in a bubble it's i think that everybody should appreciate their partner mm. and appreciate the oh, time they spend together yeah, that's that's all I I'm saying. That too. That's why some people always get married as well. So it kind of solidifies the earlier part of your journey, and then when you get married, it solidifies it even more. So you've got that full future journey ahead of yourself. Oh, yeah, no, I, to- I totally know yeah. where you're coming from. I still don't think there's anything wrong with acknowledging and appreciating your partner. I don't want a present. I literally just wanted a, yeah, hey, I've appreciated being with you for nine years. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put Candace on hold. We're going to come back with the sequel of this <laughs> after the break. Awesome. I'm loving this. Some hot debate. Yeah. Round two coming up. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. One night in Mexico, dinner kits are now available. And to celebrate, last week we gave away a trip to Mexico. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, and the uh, the trip did come with a catch, though, because Ryan, uh, who won the trip, he arrived in Mexico this morning, and at this stage, he's going to be leaving Mexico tomorrow morning, spending just one night in Mexico. Ah. Now, it's not often the Mexicans get to kick people out of their country. Oh, okay, let's not get political, I don't mate. know if you can say that, Jonathan. <laughs> Well, it's, you know, it was a dig at Trump. Okay, no, no, okay, it just yeah. didn't sound... Yeah. Just, okay, did it sound bad? Did yeah, it come yeah, across bad? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you... you I try job. and do stuff and you it always comes job, across... Just anyway. say what the people want you to say. Okay, so uh, <laughs> Ryan will be spending one night in Mexico. Like the dinner gets. Unless... <laughs> Thank you, Sharon. <laughs> Thank you, Sharon. <laughs> but he needs to complete this task. If he doesn't complete this task, he'll be going back to New Zealand. If he does, he's going to stay there for a week. Ryan! Hola! That's hello. Hola! Oh, Hola. Ryan, how is Mexico so far? It's really freaking hot, but it's amazing and beautiful. Excellent, <laughs> excellent news. Well, How are you feeling about potentially spending one night in Mexico? You've flown all the way there. I'm imagining a 13, 14-hour trip. Yeah. Yeah, in total, it's like 20 hours or so, and we're both really scared. So, Ryan, we've got a little challenge for you. Jonathan, you're the challenge guy. Ryan, you need to translate this sentence from Espanol. To English, then you get to stay longer than one night in Mexico. Unless you get it wrong, then you'll be on the plane and coming on back tomorrow. Producer Carl, let's play that sentence, buddy. Jono tiene un pene okay, pequeño. What the? F- Can you do it again? Jono tiene un pene pequeño. Oh, I feel like I've heard this off narcos before. Can you, can you try to deal with it? Can you say it again, please? Jono tiene un pene pequeño. You like it? Something small. Something small. Oh, um, shit. Did, did I hear Jono's name? Or... <laughs> I know what it is. Jono's got a small penis. <laughs> you it's not up to you. It's not up to you to translate it, Jono, though. Jono, you can't answer for yeah. that. What is the answer, John, Ryan? I know what the gag is. Jono, you've just said a statement. It wasn't. It was unrelated to what they yeah. were trying to do. You just told everyone. Well, Spanish, lady's, Spanish lady's got it wrong. It's average. If you Google it, it's average size. But anyway. Do you guys know what the answer is? Because I don't. Well, I think Jono is predicting that it might be the fact that he's got a small... Okay. Yeah. Ryan, yeah. what do you what do you want to lock in as the answer? We want to lock in Jono has a small penis. <laughs> Jono has a small dick. Yeah. 
Yeah, Sorry, you're going back tomorrow. It was Dick. Close de- enough. Close enough. Congratulations, get it right. guys. Go home. <laughs> hey, well done, guys. Bloody well done. You're spending a week in Mexico. You've extended your stay. For a defamatory competition. Uh, if only something else could be extended, eh, Jono? <laughs> uh, cheers to our mates. One night in Mexico for making all this possible. Enjoy your week uh, in Mexico, right? Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Very excited about this. I actually have a framed letter from her in my lounge. I'll stop bragging about your letter. Please welcome to the show the executive producer of Shortland Street, Maxine. Hello. I'm, I'm, I've been promoted to executive producer. I think oh. I'm just the producer. Oh, you're just producer. Claim it, claim okay, it, well, it. We, thought, we got told you were executive producer. Oh, I'll, t- I'll, I'll own it. Whoever the executive one is, fire them. We've Get rid of them. Promoted yeah. you, Maxine. You. Well, what does being a producer involve, like, for, for people listening right now that don't uh, really know the TV industry like look, us, you know, okay. Maxine? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I guess I'm sort of mother, babysitter, um, yeah. <laughs> chief, you know, dishwasher. No, I... Um, Look, I basically oversee the show from the storylining table to post-production at the end. Um, that's that's what I'm in charge of, really. You manage all of Chris Warner's affairs <laughs> discreetly. Right. It's, not, it's not easy to keep up with him. Clear Harry Warner's iPad. All, that's you mean all, his, all Chris Warner's children. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Maxine, you guys have had some amazing storylines. Especially, I feel like in the last two years, the Shorten Street storylines have been absolutely incredible, like the best ones you guys have had. Oh, thank you very much. I mean, we certainly um, have made a big effort to ramp things up in the last couple of years and um, just to keep it coming, you know? Because <laughs> well, I watch a lot of soaps. Like, I watch Neighbours, Shorten Street, Home and Away. I love I oh, love wow. soaps. I know everything about all of them. It's kind of creepy. You're but a I feel, fan. But I feel like Shorten Street is the mo- most diverse and it takes on the most uh, controversial kind of subjects. It does. I mean, it's sort of always been like that. It's always been its own kind of... I mean, it's, you know, classified as a soap, but it's social reality. It's comedy. It's diverse. It's more probably there's, there's more diverse cast on our show in, in, in terms of both race and sexual preference than yeah. on any. I would say definitely. <laughs> yeah. This week, you obviously uh, another storyline hit uh, hit the news where Harper and Drew's baby uh, was born into sex. This exactly. this must be a world first. Well, we, we, I'm not sure. I, I think, I, I, look, I think there might be another show that's explored this. I'm not sure. Um, but certainly, <laughs> there's not many. And um, it's got people Googling intersex like nobody's Yeah, that's because I, re- I was really interested and I started reading all about it. And yeah. I saw you saying that one in 2,000 babies is born intersex. So, of well, course, you would do a storyline on it. Yeah, there's, there's different statistics, but something like nearly 2% of babies are of... They're gender fluid when they're born, whatever that might mean. It's not just one or the other. And how did you guys get to this storyline? Like, how how do you get there? We just, like, it's hard to explain how we, we come to these things, but you, we're... We're aware of what's happening around us and we're talking about that all the time. You know, what's the zeitgeist? What are people talking about? And gender fluidity is definitely um, in the air, shall we say, at the moment, Mm -hmm. a big time. And we also thought, you know, it was a a continuation of the conversation we had introducing, you know, a transgender teen, Blue, played by a transgender actor. And that, that it was a kind of continuation of that conversation in a way, yeah, which is what we're doing here. It's, it's, it is a ra- awareness raising in a way, but it's also just throwing out topics that, that cause people to talk about it, you know, yeah. And, yeah. you know, and debate it heatedly sometimes. Well, if, you, if you've got a question for Maxine, 0800 The Edge is the phone number. We're talking to Maxine, producer of Shorten oh. Street. Oh, 
Maxine, will I be open? To, will I be getting questions in? I've got a question for you, Maxine. Hypoth- hypothetically speaking, there's a comedy show on. It's been on TV for say seven years. <laughs> oh, you're, you're the producer of that. Every week, it gets smashed in the ratings by Police Ten Seven. What would you do for that show? <laughs> <laughs> what show would you be talking oh, about? No, no, it's just a hypothetical show hosted by two guys, mainly with a cast of other people. One's bald. One's a little bit skinny. Oh, I know what who you're you talking about. Well, like you know, just put more Shortland Street stuff on there. That's what I <laughs> Mate, you're the backbone of our shitty show. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I thought your Toonami film was a thing of genius. Thank you. That's what, that's what we wanted our gravestone. I thought your Poonami thing was a thing of genius. It was one of ours as well. We watched it several times, over and over. It was genius. It was genius. I uh, got Maxine Fleming with us. I know, throw some cannibals on there or something. Throw some cannibals. Oh. Ben, should, ben needs to have more affairs and more illegitimate children. I think so. <laughs> exactly. Maxine, I want to ask you a question. Do you... What makes a, a, a crappy episode of Shortland Street and you get to the end of the episode and you're like, that wasn't good. They probably never had one, mate. Is it when <laughs> Nicole married herself? They're not like us. Yeah, oh, yes, I wasn't around for Nicole marrying herself. I'm not sure about that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was a weird one. That was a weird one when I questioned it as a fan. Well, you know, I think sometimes people, the writers try out things and, you know, some of them won't work, you know, like, but uh, look... It doesn't happen often, It's it's. but sometimes there is an episode where you think, yeah, and more things needed to happen in that episode. Mm. It didn't quite, for whatever reason, yeah. uh, get there. But, but considering the sheer volume that's made in a week, you know, and I'm, it's no excuse, I know, because they should all be fantastic, but, you know, when you're pushing out five episodes a week, yeah. um, it's it's hard to keep make them all perfect. To make yourself feel better, we've never reached the end of a radio show and gone, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Not once. <laughs> well, was, you know, that's right. You've got to just kind of go, well, that was good enough sometimes. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what we hope for. <laughs> well, we got, yeah, some things were said on the radio and some people listened to it. That's good enough. Well, Maxine, yeah, we've exactly. actually got two of our listen pals on the, sh- on the phone right now. They would love to ask you a question. Okay. Is, is that okay? And if you're not, not sure. comfortable with answering a question, you can say you don't want to answer it. That's totally fine. This yeah, is a okay. safe place, Maxine. Okay, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> but Marie is on 0800 The Edge. What's your question for Maxine, who is the producer of Shortland Street, Marie? I just want to know, how do you go about telling an actor or an actress that their character is going to be killed off? Oh, <laughs> good question. That's, good question, yes. That, that is my least favourite part of the job, um, I have to say. And, um, you know, I luckily haven't had to do it very often yet. Um, but I call first their agent and then <laughs> get their agent usually to break the bad news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good plan. That's a good plan. That is their job. Because <laughs> it's so definitive. And, just, and, then, and then I usually talk to the actor after that about, about the reasons for it and and make it generally okay. I mean, actors know that that it's on the cards, but it's never easy. Maybe that's what we need to do on a TV show, get rid of one of our characters. Uh-huh. <laughs> one of the main two. One of you two. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, thank you so much for that question, Marie. We've got yeah, another thanks, question from Adele for Maxine, who is the producer at Shortland Street. Adele, what do you want to know from Maxine? Hi, I just want to know if you've had any, like, real famous international actors or just real famous Kiwi actors that have auditioned to be on the show. Well, not auditioned exactly. Um, we've had the odd volunteer that's passed through. I think 
I think Ed Sheeran was the last. Oh, yeah. Person. That was before my time too, though. That was, was a bloody crowbar in Maxine, if I'd ever seen one. Yeah. <laughs> well, he popped up. Hey, Maxine, um, Ferndale's had a lot of, I mean, drama uh, over the years. Volcanoes erupting, car crashes, explosions. Would you live there? If you, I know it's a fictitious place, but would you live there? I, d- I definitely wouldn't be around at Christmas time. You know? <laughs> no, no. So it's a very undesirable neighbourhood. Yeah, I would definitely book my holiday, um, you know, <laughs> Just before Christmas. Christmas. Historically, (laughs) things don't go well at Christmas. No, there's always something that has to go wrong. I mean, there's a huge expectation now about that. We were joking the other day that maybe one one Christmas we'll just have we'll just move from set to set and everyone's just eating their lunch and having a sleep. You know, we well, did that one year. One year they had the boring happy cliffhanger. Yeah, it didn't work, did it? No, it was like what the heck? No, Who's dying around no. here? You, well, you have to, you have to pull out the stops, really. Well, Maxine, it has been amazing to have you on the show this afternoon. So oh, interesting. Thank you. Could literally punish you with questions all afternoon, but I understand you're very busy putting Short and Street together. I so. do have to go to a sound edit now. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, the show must go on. We'll let you go, but hey, thank you so much for Thank you. Lovely talking to you. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge.